You're listening to the Gamer Quack Podcast. The podcast geared towards the love of all things gaming and waterfowl. Ready. Engage. <laughs> Hey there, and welcome to the first episode of the Gamer Quack Podcast, a family-friendly podcast geared towards the love of all things gaming and waterfowl. This will mostly be an introductory episode, so let me start by introducing myself. Uh, My name is Richard, I've been gaming for over 30 years, and I live in a rural area of Oklahoma. I raise ducks and geese as pets, and this ties into the love of all things waterfowl side of the podcast. I think the reason I'm so into raising ducks and geese is because the first pets my mom gave me to look after myself was some ruined ducks when I was five years old. I think that had a psychological impact on me because the love and desire to raise waterfowl just stuck with me ever since then. I got teased a bit when I was a kid because other boys had a dog and I had ducks. But you know, (laughs) whatever. You love what you love, man. So I've currently got three Muscovy ducks and one French Toulouse goose. I intend to add more goslings to the flock next year and will probably raise more Muscovy ducks within the next few years because the three females I've got are about eight years old, which is pretty old in duck years, and they may not be with me much longer. But that's enough about waterfowl for now. Uh, Let's get to the gaming side of the podcast. Here is a bit of the history of my gaming experience from my childhood up to now. Uh, My first console was the Super Nintendo. I later got a Sega Genesis, and when I was in my early teens, I got a PS1. After that, I mainly stuck with Sony consoles, although I did play games on my PC every now and then. I decided to get the Wii after playing it at a friend's house. It was my first Nintendo console since getting my Super Nintendo for Christmas back in 1990. I went on to get a Nintendo DS Lite and a Nintendo 3DS at launch. I also got a PSP when it launched as I was already deep into the Sony console ecosystem by that time, having got a PS2 right out of high school and a PS3 when it launched. Being already invested in Sony consoles, I of course got a PS4 at launch and later bought the limited edition Spider-Man PS4 Pro bundle when it came out. Uh, Currently I'm gaming on next-gen consoles and Nintendo Switch. I was lucky enough to secure a PS5 back in November 2020 when it was going up for pre-orders. Oh man, that was a... That was crazy. Uh, I got it the the third wave uh, of uh, Walmart's uh, pre-orders back in November, and man, oh, that was crazy. I had a bit of a panic attack, which is a dumb thing to have a panic attack about, but I put it in my cart, and then I realized it wanted my uh, security code on my credit card, so I had to run into another room, grab my credit card, get back down there, put in... The security code and then I hit purchase and then the the screen uh, buffered for about three minutes and I was like oh man that's it I didn't get it <laughs> but then it went through that was crazy um, and it felt a bit of relief so I, I was pretty lucky to get that uh, I'm, I've been pretty happy with the purchase so far it's a great console uh, I was then able to get a Xbox Series X in an online drawing. Uh, It's the first Xbox console I ever owned, and I probably never would have considered buying it. But I'm loving it so far. Uh, The Game Pass is such a great deal, and because of the console's backward compatibility, I'm able to get caught up on all the Xbox-exclusive titles and series I've never been able to play before, like Halo. After my experience with the Series X, I will likely invest in future Xbox consoles alongside Sony and Nintendo's consoles and handhelds. 
Why am I still gaming into my mid-30s? Uh, it's simple. I love a good story, and I feel like games have become one of the best places for rich and compelling storytelling. Obviously, the game needs to be fun to play as well. You don't want it to feel like a slog to get through terrible gameplay just to experience the story. Storytelling in games have been around since the 80s, so it's nothing new. However, when I got my PS2 and played some narrative-driven titles with great cinematics, voice acting, and orchestral music on there, that was the first time I truly Im felt immersed in a story and realized the potential of what video games could really be. More and more with every console generation, the evolving technology is making these stories even more immersive. Heck, they've even begun to be recognized by more in the wider entertainment industry as legitimate art, which it always should have been, with video games being added to the Tribeca Film Festival with its advisory board, including names like John Favreau and Nia DaCosta. This is why I'm still so invested in gaming. It's a great time to be alive as a gamer. Now onto what I'll be discussing on the podcast. I'm going to be talking about what I'm currently playing as well as gaming news and of course waterfowl. I'll occasionally dip into other subjects if it's something I really want to talk about because hey, it's my show. I can do what I want. <laughs> Anyways, I won't be talking about PC games because I don't own nor can I currently afford a solid gaming PC. However, Valve's new Steam Deck handheld PC has certainly piqued my interest. And I'd have plenty of time to save up for it since it's looking like it may be well into 2023 before the mass majority of consumers will be able to even get their hands on one. I'm not a professional critic, pundit, or influencer, and therefore I don't receive download codes for games to review. And I'm not made of money, so I'm not usually going to be given reviews of all the newest games. Wouldn't that be nice uh, to be made of money and just have people send you free video game codes? That'd be the life, wouldn't it? <laughs> I'm really just doing this podcast for fun. Uh, I do another podcast called The Three-Cylinder Star Drive with my friend and author, Roger Colby, which I really enjoy doing, but we mostly just review bad movies there, so I wanted another outlet to talk about games and connect and have discussions with the gaming community at large. Anywho, I want to talk now about the games coming up later in 2021 that I'm interested in playing before I wrap up this first episode. First up is Psychonauts 2, the sequel to the Double Find game that came out way back in 2005. After some crowdfunding and then Microsoft's purchase of Double Find, it's finally getting a release on August 25th. Raz is now a full-fledged Psychonaut and is on a quest to find a dangerous mole within the organization. I replayed the original recently to refresh my memory and I'm pretty excited for this one. Tim Schafer's writing is comedy gold and never fails to make me laugh. Most of the original cast is returning, with Jack Black joining the sequel as well. Go check out his musical performance in the Brain in a Jar teaser trailer. It'll be available digitally on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Series S, Series X, PC, and Mac, and day one on Xbox Game Pass. Next up is Baldo the Guardian Owl. It releases on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, and iOS August 27th. It looks like a mix of The Legend of Zelda and Studio Ghibli. I'm not sure what the story is exactly, but the trailers make it, make it look incredibly charming. It's definitely one I'm going to play at some point. Uh, next is Tales of Arise, uh, coming to PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Series X, Series X, and PC on September 10th. The latest in the Tales series from Bandai Namkai. I just love me a good JRPG. That's all I really have to say on that one. Next is Skatebird, coming to Xbox One, Switch, PC, and Mac on September 16th. It's like, hey, what if Tony Hawk was a parakeet? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to play the heck out of that one. Anyways, 
Next is Kena, Bridge of Spirits, coming September 20th to PS4 and PS5 from Member Labs. The story revolves around Kena, a young spirit guide traveling to an abandoned village in search of a sacred mountain shrine. You'll find and grow a team of tiny spirits known as the Rot, who maintain balance by decomposing dead and rotting elements. Like Baldo, this looks incredibly charming. Its visuals make it look like a Pixar film, and I'm totally down with that. It's a digital-only release, although I'm a staunch supporter of physical media. Its $40 price tag and beautiful presentation make this a very possible day one purchase for me. And of course, pick up the physical copy if one is ever released. Next up is Halo Infinite, out sometime this fall for Xbox One, Series S, and X, and PC. I'm new to the Halo franchise and just recently completed the Master Chief Collection, and I'm very interested in seeing where the story goes after Halo 5 Guardians. I know there are Halo fans that don't like Born 5, but I personally enjoy them. And lastly, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge is coming out at some point this year for Switch and Steam. It's a 16-bit beat-em-up with gameplay in the style of the classic Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Turtles in Time arcade game with animated cutscenes in the style of the 1987 animated series. As a huge Ninja Turtles fan who grew up with the 87 animated series and played the Turtles games at the local arcades, I'm extremely excited for this and can't wait to play it. Hopefully it has an exact release date announced soon. Horizon 2 Forbidden West would have been on this list, but it was unfortunately delayed to next year. Uh, that about wraps up this first episode of the Gamer Quack Podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm going to try and have a new episode up each week, so I hope you'll come back and join me as I discuss games and gaming news. In the meantime, you can find me on Twitter at GamerQuackCast, or just search for the Gamer Quack Podcast on there, and Facebook at Facebook.com slash GamerQuackPodcast. I'd love for you to come by there and chat with me about whatever games you're playing or are interested in playing. And if you've got photos or videos of ducks and geese you'd like to share, whether they be your pets or just some you took at a park or somewhere, throw those web-footed treasures up on there. Once again, thanks for listening. I'm Richard, and I'll catch you on the next episode of the Gamer Quack Podcast. (laughs) 